Oh, I recorded now. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Mel have tried to record this start about five times. <laughs> and welcome back to And Just Like What? I am the Greaves and I am the strings that are not attached to this plotline of this series because nothing of the show is makes any sense <laughs> at all and is completely unlinear. And I am Melita and I am a white woman who loves to paint. <laughs> Yes, in Gentrified Brooklyn. This episode, we are discussing episode eight, uh, No Strings Attached. Uh, this is obviously a reference to Chase um, polyamory and uh, Lily's losing her string in her tampon. We love, we love these high concepts. We'd love to see it. <laughs> I can't believe that they're really reaching a new frontier of story writing. Yeah, they're really drawing at strings here, aren't they? <laughs> so let's get into and uh, just like what? Uh, oh, I'm on the wrong page. Where? Me too. I just realised I'm on page three. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're nine weeks into we're this podcast, it, we're still fucking enough. Oh my god, it's episode nine, not episode eight as well. <laughs> <laughs> Can anyone hear Luke's really raspy voice? He's been at Butlins for about three weeks. Yeah, I've been hanging out with. I've been smoking too much with Seema, going to the hottest <laughs> clubs in Brooklyn. Getting COVID. Out the hottest clubs in Butlins. Yeah, a hottest club in Butlins. I think I probably do have COVID, but oh well. So we are back <laughs> with the girls um, for brunch and Charlotte's. I'm so excited for your date with the teacher. Carrie's immediately like, it's a do over with two people got sick all over each other. And then, uh, yeah. It's, um, did you notice like the opening line was like one great head of hair? Because he's got a good head of oh, hair. Oh, yeah. Um, I personally think he literally is like the male version of Carrie. We'll come to that in a bit. But um, how rude of them to, like, give, like, say nice things about his hair in front of Miranda's new wig. Have you noticed she's got a new wig yeah. on? It's like this disgusting, like, shorter. My vendetta against this stupid wig continues. Is the wig um, getting better? I- it's getting worse. Uh, <laughs> Surely it should get better. Surely it's because she's come out now or oh, she's yeah. in the relationship that she's happy and she can release her magnificent normal head of hair, but we're still, we just got given like from an AliExpress wig to like an ASOS She wig. should just shave it's... it bald and go full butch. For... I think Che exactly. would be into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, weird. And then but when I was th- thinking about the wigs, I got distracted by the lunch. There's, it's a very disorienting scene. Oh, my God. When she was like, can we swap lunches? Who swaps a sandwich with a soup? Like, I Yeah, I, I feel like Carrie bullied Miranda into swapping I mean, that yes, lunch. I've thought about like, this scene quite a lot. My husband died. I'm having your soup. <laughs> <laughs> Is this baguette going to bring Big back? <laughs> It just reminds me of France yeah. and I just miss him. So- I miss Paris and I miss him so much. Can I have a baguette? <laughs> <laughs> and then like, yeah, Miranda's, I don't why would you order soup and then be like, no, why would you not order soup and then crave soup? Yes. I don't believe it. There's plot holes I all over this episode. It. We didn't, we didn't even oh. get to see, um, where did she go? Why did, um, Che go to tour? Cleveland. Where did, where did Cleveland go? 
Cleveland is in the... So, yeah, actually, that's a really good point, because the way they cut off last episode is that she jumped in the car. such a cliffhanger. Yeah, and then... Am I in a rom-com? Oh, yeah, and then I thought that, well, the way that they did the advert, they're cheeky bastards. The way they did the advert was like, she would have gone to Cleveland, where the hell it was, the arse end of nowhere, USA, and like gone to go see Che in like her dorm in Butlins, mm-hmm. USA, and then like bumped into it, but actually it was a completely different storyline. So Miranda actually did run away and have her fairy tale storyline, which is very annoying, but also a massive plot hole yet again. Yeah. Like, it was very random. Like, they just keep skipping out. Like, they need to stop going two few, two weeks later, three weeks later. Oh, I, this is what I wrote down that I deleted. Oh, no, I've, I've kept it. So, so this, uh, like, the series started, I'm guessing, in the summer of 2021, because the pandemic's kind of mm-hmm. over. Then we skip three months ahead when Carrie's, um breaks her ankle, like, fucks up her ankle. I know. Um, yes. Her hip. Then we skip another like six months ahead when Carrie's writing her book. So we're going to spring 2022 now. And then I'm like, where, like, how, like, is the show now just in the future? And then we're going to come back to series two in summer 2022. I just like, I feel like, 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 so there's so many pl- like plot holes like in the oh, series. And yeah. like, so this is summer 20, like, this is now spring, summer 2022. And then it's just like, I really wish they kind of, didn't really touch on the pandemic as much because mm-hmm. like and now like after Omicron and stuff like we're like we've been back in the pandemic and now we're coming back out of it like I just don't know they should yeah. maybe like it's just not an interesting thing to reference like later yeah. on when Carrie's in the queue and she's like I've never been in a queue except for when I took my vaccine yeah. it's like there is more in- like reference something from like you're both in your mid-50s that like, reference something yeah. cool from like 80s New York not something that we're all had hot- I had to queue in a gym like a, what, a sports centre for my vaccine like this is the, le- the most tragic thing ever like say something interesting I think the people in the US weren't queuing as well because they don't like they have like they just go into a farm. Like, there's my friends in New York just went and got it straight away. And the other went to, like, but they have football stadiums to get theirs. It's just a bit I mad. I think it's sound up the Wild West. It really there. is. Oh, I, I guess in Cleveland, place. you'd probably have to queue. <laughs> Look, I would just say that it's Cleveland. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no, it is Cleveland, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Michael Patrick King wrote this episode, um, and he wrote um, Six and City 1 and 2, both the films. And then he wrote Sex and City 3, the film that never got made because Kim Cattrall pulled out. So I'm guessing the last two episodes are like vaguely around what the Sex and City 3 film was going to be about. Um, so that's why this episode feels quite disjointed from the season, like the episode eight, I think. Cause he, and then he wrote this with, uh, Julie Rottenberg and Eliza Zurichtiski and they wrote, uh, episode seven sex and the widow and episode three when in rome which were quite good episodes and i feel like mm-hmm. they they've just tried to integrate sex and city three film within like funny writing from the two women because i just don't think michael patrick king like he like he's been writing the uh, like characters for too long like he needs like more like comedic writers like julie and eliza are actually funny like i think that's why this funny mm-hmm. section this uh, episode and then like some very random bits as well 
Yeah, the dynamic between the three seemed much more funny and normal. Yeah. Like back to normal. Yeah, definitely. Um, like their little quirks, like how they um, commented on uh, Charlotte's smugness. Yeah. Like, I haven't thought about Charlotte as a character. Like, we've complained about her not being herself for like the past few episodes. And I was like, ah, she is a smug, rich bitch. Like, it's nice and technology. Yeah, again. I think she was in um, the films as well. And like, she kind of was in the later mm-hmm. series and when she got with Trey. She was a bit smart. Yeah, like the chocolate pudding thing. Yeah. Like she was avoiding all that food in Mexican. She shut yeah. herself because she just wanted a bit of shower. Yeah. Um, it's got definitely... Yeah, that's a really good... That's a really interesting point. It does seem... Because I personally felt this episode felt back to normal again. I felt I really enjoyed it. Um, there's a few things I'm like, yeah. But yeah, that makes a lot more sense that it's uh, the team's back together. But I think, I think this is one of the worst episodes. <laughs> yeah. No way. I just like, okay. like... I think it's so disjointed for the rest of like the series so far like it's, mm-hmm. it it was probably one of the funnier episodes which was good but then just like so many like like this like too much focus on the extra characters and like we don't really like care that Nia Wallace's husband like doesn't want a baby and like ugh, they're just like dragging out and then like Che and Miranda's like weird relationship that's kind of working out when it <laughs> probably shouldn't I don't know but I think yeah that's true yeah, it was definitely like 50 50 um, good scenes and like 50 bad. At all. I feel like the good scenes were so back to like yeah. how I expected it to be. Like it kind of did get rid. But no, I do, I do understand. Because like, when they were painting the walls, I was like, this makes no mm. sense. It was just definitely a plot device to get all the characters together, I think. Um, yes. And then, um, but when they were talking about like. Um, I think it was good when they were like talking about menopause. It was like, okay, finally, like they've not really brushed on menopause and apart from mm-hmm. Samantha and Sex and Sea 2, I think, the film when she's eating all those like pills and she's like, I have to take all these <laughs> to, like so we don't get hot flashes. And I'm like, like finally they're like picking up on like um, problems of like women can relate to in that age. And then like, yeah. And then, yeah, but like, when, like back to Spush Charlotte when she was like, oh, um, she was like, Oh, remember how I wasn't getting my period for years after you both had stopped getting yours? And then I was like, I was like, Charlotte just, I was like, Charlotte's actually just went, cunt. I was like, if that was my friend, I'd be like, um, fuck off. Yeah, like menopause, like I've seen women in my family go through it. It sounds traumatic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if my mate joked about it. Um, it's good that they, but it's good uh, yeah, it. they kind of underplayed. Like, uh, maybe obviously it's a plot line, but they really hammed up King Cattrall doing mm. all those pills in Abu Dhabi, wherever it was. But the two girls have gotten away with their menopause. Then we got cut to the set coming from um, coming upstairs to Carrie to give her a ring. And then she's talking about how Scarlett Johansson once wore her ring and then her sales, like, spiked. What what necklace do you think Johan, like Scarlett was wearing? Uh, like a, a snake? Her, I've never seen... Have you seen... Sorry, have you seen her tattoo that says lucky something and it's like... Yeah, that butterfly one or whatever It's it like was. a shoe horse, isn't it? Like, it says... That's oh my God. the shit one you get from the beaches of the Maldives <laughs> or something. Yeah, definitely. in Blackpool. Maybe it's like a, <laughs> like, um, a horse's shoe neck, like, ring. I thought I thought the Scotland Janssen reference was really random because I don't think of her as, like, someone who dresses particularly well yeah. or wears interesting jewellery. Oh, definitely um, I just think she's got a, 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 a objectively good face and then she wears tight clothes. Yeah, I feel like... But um, I've never seen her... 
Who who would who would wear it like? Oh, it'd be like um uh, when, like Kylie. Oh no, Kendall. Okay. I think someone like a Florence Pugh oh. or like someone who's like quite quirky and a bit younger. Yeah, that's true. Would be quite good. Or like I don't know, like a, she was Elizabeth Olsen. No, the way I'm looking at all these actresses. Um, yeah, like maybe like a Megan Fox because um, yeah. she's got interesting jewelry choices so far with her engagement ring, or like a Florence Pugh, someone who's a bit like ah, they but they dress like they've got a character. They probably were just like we just need red someone who's super famous that everyone knows, I guess. <laughs> like this... Yeah, and she's a New Yorker because she's married to Colin Jost, who presents Saturday Night Live. Yeah. We'll so we'll let it fly. keep it in the family. Um, we'll and when she's go. like, it's otherwise it's back to modeling. <laughs> <laughs> this character is so I know that it's just it's trying to be Carrie like 25 yeah. years ago but it's just not, doesn't make sense she's so also her, did you notice her trousers no she's wearing like lace trousers over like <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's called I was like oh that's really interesting like sh- I feel like such an old woman watching I literally feel like I've aged with Carrie <laughs> and you're like the set, you're younger than the set as well mm-hmm. I I quite like. What did you think of the? I quite ring? like the set. Did you like um, as a character? Is that her Lissette, name? Yeah, I've like I kept, I've like listened to a few podcasts. I mean, everyone kept talking about this character called Lissette, and I was like, "Who the fuck is Lissette? And then I was watching the episode today, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's the girl from Downstairs." Oh, <laughs> she's yeah. Would you wear that ring? I think it's quite a nice ring. Yeah. I wasn't sure where they were going with that. I was like, it's, uh, with Carrie's wedding ring being so basic, yeah. I couldn't imagine her wearing a ring But she like likes that. ghetto gold, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 like for fun. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and then when she lists that say she's obsessed with Carrie's podcast, I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like Lizette's a bit too cold to listen to this podcast <laughs> yeah woke or broke whatever it's called woke it's... Or broke. <laughs> get woke or die trying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just hate i hate that podcast um yeah, I, I was like so if she cared that much about podcasts i if i knew i lived be- above below someone that i really like admired I would not have those parties. Like, what came first, yeah. the parties or the podcast? Like the chicken well, the I don't egg. think she knew. I don't think she knew Carrie before. Okay, because Carrie was like, "Oh, I'm a writer," and then she was like, "Oh," so I guess she she must have like saw Carrie's posts. But like, they should feel like they should kind of like I don't know. There feels like there's bits of the show that are missed out that you don't really see, like Cleveland, um, and then like the women's shelter being like something we didn't really know about that would have been interesting yeah. to like, see. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and like just having more context of the new characters as well, like giving them like their own like half an episode or something, like like so much is left out. Um, yeah, like they could have got a coffee or something, and then she'd be like, yeah. "Oh, it's nice to know you." Like instead of that weird scene of them getting brownies and then mm. like dropping them, they're gluten free, which made no sense. It would be nice yeah. to like maybe later later on go for a coffee, like oh, go the for ring. Cosmo. Yeah, that'd be more fun. I'm drinking with the woman who writes about cosmopolitans, <laughs> <laughs> speaks about cosmopolitans. Um, then Charlotte's. Oh no, Carrie's talking about the long distance relationship, and then 
um, she's like, yeah, he's very far. He's in hell because Chris Knopf <laughs> is cancelled. <laughs> in what in in what right mind would you like if someone's passed away? You're like, oh, it's a, they're they're not they're not dead. They're just living far away. <laughs> like it was, I, I think it was a good way to bring in the discussion of the wedding ring. I kind of think. Like, oh, slow. got you. Yeah, I think it was like slow, like quite a nice way. Like because the show hasn't been very subtle. Like this is kind <laughs> of subtle. It's nice. Like it's nice that like the show is revolving around like one, like the ring, like the old series would revolve around one kind of concept or um, idea. But yeah, and then so like yeah, this show like this episode is more like about commitment and try- and then Carrie trying to move on, and <laughs> there's no strings attached. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I think. Uh, Charlotte is with Rock, um, talking about their bar mitzvah. They mitzvah. They mitzvah. Um, I don't <laughs> that this The only fun thing about this is Anthony, who needs a spin-off immediately, especially in those shorts. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous girls. Um, I just really thought Anthony was amazing this episode. Um, yeah. And Lily, I thought Lily was good this episode as well, when she was like... She's like, I'm going to get my period. She's like, I'm going to miss Lindsay's pool party in the Hamptons because I'm going to get my period. Um, <laughs> I'm just living for this like lifestyle that I funny. despise, really. But I just think yeah. it just suits them so well. It was like a bit like I think it went on a bit too long, but it was it was like it was funny. It was like it was good to have like some comedic relief. <laughs> I personally don't understand what why they did it during the dinner. Yeah, I just found that a bit weird. I feel like, like Charlotte would be like, "We're gonna put your tampon in after." Like Charlotte loves hosting. Like I wouldn't imagine her like stolen yeah. hosting to overputting a tampon. Like, is it because it's such a big deal for her? Like, it gets in the way here and it gets in the way later on in the episode. But it's like this is so random. But I think the best part of the scene was like when they found that Anthony's like date was a Holocaust denier. I just thought that mm. was such a stupid little scene, but so well done, like really snappy. Yeah, and it hasn't been snappy so far. Um, I think so we might going to be, you're going ahead a little bit. <gasps> oh shit. Okay. Delete that. Delete that. Delete that. But no, no, we'll keep it in. But because like the scenes cut away so quickly, it like, it feels like, I don't know. I feel like they should get, like let the scenes like breathe a bit longer because it like it goes from Lily screaming about getting her period, then um, Miranda is sat with Che, and then two fans of Che come up to her and they're like, "Oh my god, we're fangirls!" And then um, then it comes, then it comes, goes to Seema and Carrie, and in the queuing for the club, like there's like there's too many like scene changes. I feel like, yeah, it's, quite, it's got a bit too fast paced for a show that's like. It's like 30, 40 minutes. And I don't think, like, for example, when you just said, like, they had those three scenes together, like, when Che and Miranda were together, that scene didn't do anything. All I took yeah. away from that scene was that Che was wearing a shiny flannel shirt, which is, Ugh. like, the ultimate non-binary item, just, like, in... I don't bizarre. think she's dressed in... I feel like she's dressed in more lesbian than non-binary. <laughs> There's something just like, you know, if you're like really lazy, like a lazy person, but how would a non-binary person dress like, oh, a shiny <laughs> thing that a woman would wear and then a really masculine thing a man would wear, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, like a sheen, like a flannel shirt. Um, yeah. I just kept looking at it. Is, is that a shirt reflective? This is so random. Um, Do you and think then... the, the kind of butching um, 
uh, Che's character up because Miranda's only dated men and they like they're like oh maybe if we make her more masculine it'll be easier for people to understand mm-hmm. Miranda's attraction because uh, um, um, oh shit what's Che's actress called? Che. Sarah Ramirez oh yeah because like uh, Sarah Mer- Ramirez is non-binary and like they dress like like really nice and like cool and like I feel like I don't know if like Che's um, costumes like kind of done it like it's not like she, she's just like in um, vests and stuff like yeah <laughs> like, and would... I don't think it's like especially in fair when it's a program that's been based on like fashion that they yeah, couldn't get this exactly. one thing right yeah I feel like they should have definitely like made her more chic and like put her put, put her in some cars at least babe like all the non-binds love cars <laughs> yeah we, we love the cars yeah, like Che Miranda, like Miranda's coming out is very skipped over. It's a bit of, like it does feel a bit of a shame. And Carrie's walking um, away from Steve, <laughs> jumps into like a pot of paint, um, and then uh, Carrie runs off to go wash off the uh, paint. I feel like I'm surprised Carrie's not more angry. <laughs> She'll be like, "Steve, you ruined my shoes." Um, but yeah, like we we've been saying like. The scenes feel like quite chop choppy, chop choppy, chip choppy. Um, this so we go like Che, che and Miranda on the day, and then the two fan girls are like, "Oh my god, you slept with my friend!" And then Miranda's like, "No, I'm just a girlfriend." And like Che doesn't really like acknowledge that like Miranda just called them their girlfriend. Um, and then then we go back to Seaman Carrie queuing for club. Um, just before we go into that. I was watching that scene and was like, what do those two talk about? Like, the scenes that we've seen them in have just been really, like, really intense Mm. conversations about their relationship, so, like, their sexuality, and then that's it. Like, I was wondering what they'd say, and I first got this thought after they got them, the people taking the photograph with Che, and then, like, I was like, oh, it'll be interesting what they say after this scene. And then um, Che asked Miranda, like, oh, what were we up to? And then Miranda's like, we were having fun. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> if anyone ever, if me and you were out for beers and you were like, oh, I just popped to the loo and came back, it's like, where, where, where were we? I'd be like, oh, we were just talking about fun stuff. I think that is something we would say ironically. <laughs> oh, we were having fun. Yeah, yes. It was just a bit, it proved my point that these people are not fun in a relationship and then when Miranda says and you look especially whatever acceptable non-polarizing gender positive compliment you feel comfortable Ooh. with it's like oh that's not funny <laughs> it's not <laughs> there's there's no chemistry there whatsoever no yeah I don't think there is um uh well I think oh, yeah. I think Oops. I think um Cynthia Nixon has chemistry with um, Sarah Ramirez's character, but and I don't think Sarah Ramirez has has much chemistry with Cynthia Nixon. Like that's what I think. Maybe yeah. maybe Cynthia Nixon's just more averse in these kind of roles because, like, you know, and she's been yeah. sat in Miranda's character for so long. Um, do you know what? It'd be interesting to look at how Miranda talks to Steve. Like, maybe we should do this in a future podcast. Like, yeah. how was Miranda like affectionate to Steve, or like what was their like day to day? Like, they're like seeing Miranda being so like, like weird mm. like that is so different to how like with like Steve. Like, those are fundamental respect and like love for him. I wish um, Sarah. I mean, I wish Che 
would be hitting on Miranda really hard. Like when mm. Steve and Miranda first got together, Miranda was like, this is nothing. This is just, just us having sex. But I kind of wish like Che was like hitting more on Miranda because like it doesn't feel like it's very 50-50, even though Che said that they're in love with Miranda. I kind of don't yeah. buy that as well. <laughs> And it's also like, especially with like the scene, like um, where the two fans were like, "Oh my god, you slept with this person, you slept with this yeah. person," which is odd in the first place, but whatever, it's proven a point. Um, so, what ma- makes Miranda so special? Because I haven't touched on that yet. Yeah. Um, like, what makes Che so special to Miranda that she left Steve, which we've been so baffled about the past <laughs> few episodes, and then what makes him? Um, like vice versa like what is it that's doing it for each other because there mm. doesn't really seem to be anything it's not that blatant i'm like ah that's where they like each other it's just like oh similar age wow yeah um then uh see Marion and carrie are queuing to go to the club <clears throat> how early are they going to the club if um charlotte's just having dinner <laughs> oh yeah and also that horrible dress that they put Seema in. Like, <gasps> that dress, the shoulder pads. Oh my god! She would never wear that. Yeah, she would never wear that. And also, when she said it was her birthday, it's not <laughs> even a normal dress. It's her birthday dress. Oh, That's it's even so worse. sad. But and then, like later on in the episode, when she goes to paint, which doesn't paint, her outfit was so much nicer. Yeah, I was like they, they've been great. dressing her well. That glittery, bluey, silver <laughs> dress. Oh my god, it was so mean. Yeah, it was, it was racism. It was racism mm-hmm. at its finest form. Um, then Carrie's asking if um, to Seema if she should be wearing her wedding ring, and Seema's like, "I guess uh, what how, like what's appropriate is how you feel." Um, at this point, like Carrie should get a therapist and stop asking oh her God, unmarried true. friend yeah. these questions. That's what everyone used to say about the series, but then everyone was like, "There wouldn't be a series if Carrie had a therapist." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a very but true point i think she's been yeah. through something quite traumatic so maybe it would be good <laughs> the fact that she's fitting this ring that's the size of a bangle around her like wedding finger yeah. is bizarre and like um like the context of the episodes were summed up well when um carrie would narrate in the column but now the podcast is being kind of shunned out of the show Mm-hmm. we don't have any voiceover and it's really hard to like understand the perspective of like Carrie and like because Carrie would describe what's happening with the other characters as well so it's hard to understand where the other characters are as well like I really want them to bring their voiceover back so much yeah and maybe that's why we're not really understanding the character development yeah, as I much so. as well because it's like maybe there is that logic like because when you've mentioned a few times the writer's room and I've listened to that podcast as well yeah so, oh, that's why they did it. it makes and they acknowledge these smallest little things yeah. on like series, like series three, that you'd never look upon, that you'd never think yeah. about. So it would be nice to have that voiceover to have a bit of, yeah, cohesion yeah. to the thoughts. Because, like, even this episode when it was like no strings attached, they were like, oh, it's obviously a reference to um, Che, uh, like, not having strings attached with um, Miranda and then Lily's tampon. I was like, no one would pick up on that. Did, did you pick up on that? Um, no, because I was so like blown away by the whole house thing that they were doing. So it made no that felt like the pinnacle, like the climax of the episode. So I didn't think about the comparing of strings metaphorically and physically. Sometimes I listen to the part like the writers' podcast, and then like I did for this episode, but I was just like, 
listen to the you can understand where they're coming from but it doesn't translate on the show at all mm-hmm. and hopefully like people now they have the podcast people can be like what you're saying makes sense but it's not translating and i, th- I think they've announced a season two i think it's like they've kind of a, not officially announced it but announced it Ooh, so hopefully okay, job. yeah hopefully they can come back around like i feel like it's- the season like i think Season two would get better. Like, I think Sex and the Sea, like, series one was good, but I think series two was even better because the characters are kind of, like, rewritten now and they'll have time to develop if this is series two. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's definitely... It's, like, how this season's gotten better over time, but they just need to get rid of the dead weight or just get the dead weight. So so this is something I've learned from those writers' um, podcasts is that they've got all this dead weight on their minds. Mm. So they just need to get that out of the way to get to the good bits. And then when they over, like, conceptualise what yeah. they're thinking about and what they're writing about, but actually it doesn't translate well for us. We yeah. just want to have a really... We're just a viewer of like a 40 minute episode. We just want to see a good arc and a good storyline and good character development. Yeah. And we're not seeing that because they're trying to like type loose ends because Chris Noth has to like dare to get rid of him. Mm. Then like Kim Cattrall didn't come back. Um, Willie Garson. Stan- Willie Garson that like, passed. Like there was so much chaos going on in the background. Yeah. So maybe that's what we're seeing in front of us now. That is just a bit meh. There was another like, um, character who was announced that um ended up getting pulled from the series they announced the actor but i can't remember the actor's name oh yeah there was like a younger one yeah it was like a guy wasn't it and then he got yeah. pulled and then people were like oh he's like carries his new assistant or something and then he got pulled okay. completely so definitely feels like they've rewrote a few episodes quite a lot and it, you, it feels like there's different voices coming from the like the episode i don't know yeah it's like i feel like if you want to go into depth and find out these like weird like um parallels and similes with like in-depth text but i don't think sex in the city is that yeah that girl she's just like good fan like you like relate to it like oh my mate did that i know i've been through that like it's just enjoyable it just needs to be like homer and the odyssey yeah but then there'll be like some hard-hitting like um points like Charlotte not being able to get pregnant and then Miranda mm. getting pregnant and then Samantha getting cancer but then those things are like so easy to like take on because there's like so much more light and air and fun in the other episodes as well so there yeah. feels like a balance whereas like this yeah but maybe we should get into the episode we should... <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah that was I'm glad we got that out of the way that it makes more sense it's like a therapy session yeah I think we should do, we're going to do like an episode where we just we go through the whole series like pick it apart but here we are yes. and no strings attached <laughs> and just like that we went off kilter <laughs> we went off script <laughs> there was no strings attached to this train of thought <laughs> So then Seema and Carrie are still queuing and then Seema's uh, um, bribing the uh, bouncer and then she's like, did I just get cancelled? Oh, was my like... big pet peeve. <laughs> but like, she's like, they don't understand the term of cancelled. Like, you're not cancelled <laughs> at all. Like, <laughs> you just got turned away. Like... <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you gave him money. He said, I'm offended, which nothing to do with being cancelled. Yeah. Just a massive... There's definitely there's a disconnect with what Michael Patrickin thinks is cancelled and what is cancelled. Yeah, it's like how people keep saying about woke because like woke's got a completely different yeah. meaning to what you idiots think it does. I really hope you have an episode with Anthony where he gets cancelled, like just so they 
Because then just don't want cancelled. <laughs> so. Yeah, when you get sued in the workplace. Yeah. yeah. For like not paying enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, then Krista Karen Sima are drinking and cheers into their friendship. And then Sima's comparing her life to a flat and then saying it's amazing, like amazing views, but what's missing is a fireplace. <laughs> Which is... what, so what did you think of this analogy? <laughs> I was like... This character wouldn't compare something to some, like, she wouldn't compare it to her work. Like, she's so much more than her work. Yeah, I thought, I thought it was cute. Like, the whole fireplace, yeah, like, the cute. warmness in the bedroom. But then she's just like, oh, and it's got a good view. And she pointed at Carrie. It's like, what, what hold has Carrie got on these women that she's <laughs> such, like, a staple friend? <laughs> like, um, yeah. What, so I was just put down, like, what is going on in New York City that Carrie is a good friend? Like, she's getting all this praise, but... Yeah, no, it's very... Odd. And also, like, this is a, a, a bit unrelated, but I was listening to another podcast, mm. and they were talking about uh, Andre Leontali. Oh, um, yeah, R.I.P. Who's just... Re- oh, yeah, R.I.P. Um, and he, he's got two uh, memoirs, I think, and in yeah. one of them, like, they, um, he never had a long-term relationship, mm. Um, and he spoke about it, but like he achieved so much. He's like an iconic character, yeah. such a big deal in the fashion industry yeah. that, and they were discussing, the podcasters were discussing how he'd never been in a relationship. And it's like sometimes okay for iconic people just yeah. to be iconic and maybe just exist the way they are. Like it's this force and this attachment, which does happen in this episode with Seema. Like when I look at Seema, I'm like, she's so good. Like she's so funny. Yeah. It would be nice just to have a single girly who doesn't have. The shit going on. Yeah, I but, think so. Yeah, it's just found it really interesting that some pe- like some really iconic people don't have that attachment. Yeah, because they even ended a poem out on Samantha at the end of the show where she... Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. And then I liked at the end of Sex and City 2 where she is single again and she's having sex in the car. I was like, finally, she doesn't need to be oh in a Oh my God, yeah. They wrote that really well, that scene with her. Yeah, um, that was the like, best I part. I just love me more. Yeah. That was so good. That was the, yeah, that was the best part of Sex and City too. Maybe they just love, I wish they like their love for writing for Samantha, which I think they did so, so well. I wish they'd done it for Seema a bit better. Yeah. I don't know what kind of blocked them it from doing it. It feels a bit tragic that this, which, oh, like, it feels like a bit problematic when like a person of colour is like struggling dating in New York. And like, I don't know, to me, I'm just like, she doesn't need to feel like, and then talking about, um, the arranged marriage and stuff. And it's like, no, she can like just be fab on her own. And like, she doesn't need to like mm-hmm. struggle and stuff. Like she can be her own person. Yeah. Like look at, well, Carrie's scenario is a bit different because there's death involved. Yeah. But she's been completely fab and yeah. not phased by stuff. Yeah. Exactly. She's been allowed that. Yeah. I think privilege. so. Yeah, it feels like yeah, a bit of a mean comparison that Seema is so hung up on finding a man. Mm-hmm. She, yeah. yeah. Um, then Lily's uh, ready to put a tampon in. Oh, no. Yeah, Lily's putting a tampon in, and then Anthony arrives, um, arrives with um, his Holocaust denier, <laughs> new hub, Justin. Like, this was, like, like it was so funny, like we said, like, it really needed, like, one like the zingers of the Sex and City, like that was like the best bit. Like when uh Carrie's dating that drunk guy and he's like, You're the best fuck of my life. Like we need like one liners <laughs> that are just funny. Like I know yeah. it wasn't great because it was like Holocaust Remembrance Day, the episode came out. But Oh like, my god, no way. Yeah, but like 
there's always like it's ne- never going to be a good time to be like offensive and like i think it was good that they did like something like this like when earlier in the like series when um seen as like russian hooker there's like um uh people from russia who have like like boycotting and just like that because of like they've said that but like the show was always like kind of problematic as well and like i think the characters are problematic like the characters mm-hmm. haven't just like become instantly woke like when um steve misgenders che later on in the episode and like this is more realistic of like the characters as well like i think it'd be good if they like the characters were problematic and then like maybe one of the new characters could be like oh this is you can't say this because of this but not mm-hmm. you know like in a more fun way yeah and like in that, so how like we talk about stuff it's like we know what we're talking about to some extent but we have a laugh about it yeah. but then it's like oh we can't talk about it because we're tragic so we're not yeah. going to talk about it and if we do they just fumble it yeah. anyway there's no like intelligence it was to it. it was funny though when Seema later on in the episode what she says oh it's so hard to be white nowadays <laughs> it's like yeah that was good <laughs> Also with the Holocaust thing, like you said, it came out on that day. I don't think the, the writers they would no idea. It was literally just because Harry is a Jew. Yeah, yeah, they would definitely. That, that were, was the thing. It was just unlucky. Like a lot and of the they... series is very unlucky. Carrie uh, <laughs> meets Peter just to turn him down on the street. Bizarre. <laughs> Get a therapist, Carrie. Get a therapist, Carrie. ASAP. But then when he was like, "Oh, I can read faces because I'm a teacher," it's like. You, it the language, like the dialogue happened so quickly. I feel like he should have been like, "Hi, like how are things?" And then he maybe would have picked up on that Carrie yeah. was like upset, and then so it was just too quick. He walked out of the car and he was like, "We're not going on a date, are we?" Strike two. See you later. It was way too quick the of a dog. scene. And Carrie dressed yeah. up so well. Carrie looked great. Yeah, I was like, "Why are you dressing up so well to turn someone down?" Yeah, and this is when I thought that they both look like each other. They've got the exact same hair, <laughs> and they literally look like each other. <sighs> I'm convinced that they're long lost brother and sister. I really think Carrie, sh- like, they should have introduced a person of colour with, like, Carrie dating a person of colour. Like, it would have maybe felt a bit more organic or something. Like, and then they could have talked about, yeah. like, interracial couples or something. So I feel like this is what they could have done with Seema. Like, yeah. not to write Seema out because she's been a great character. Well, she has a potential to be a great character. But I feel like it would have been nice for maybe Seema to maybe be a love interest like that character to be a love interest or a similar like a male character to be yeah. a love interest and having that bouncing back and forth like a friendship yeah. and maybe it grows into something stronger because there's look someone who hasn't been I think it's weird that they've given Carrie someone who is a widower versus someone who's like looking for someone and probably yeah. hasn't been through the same experience as Carrie yeah um so that could have been cool yeah I don't I I don't know if Peter and Carrie are going to end up together because especially I like, I like him but I don't know I think they're both too traumatized like I think you need someone yeah. who's like far and like you need someone removed from your experience because you'll both just keep reminding each other of your dead partner there's like four people in that relationship yeah exactly it's like, there's no point it's like in when Carrie's uh, meets Big's first wife and then they're all in bed together <laughs> she's like can you really yeah. ever get can you are you ever like get away from your ex relationships mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like yeah. hopefully but then because then Aiden's like Aiden's 100% gonna be in the next episode like where is he because there's a trailer and then Carrie just looks up and she's like <gasps> and I'm just like she's just seen Aiden like it has to Ooh. be she has to have seen Aiden like because he 
um, John Corbett said, I'm attached to the series before they announced the cast. Oh, of course. So, uh, yeah. He, Carrie was like, Sarah Jessica Parker comes to me, you fucking twat. <laughs> You've just ruined the last <laughs> episode. <laughs> I bet he was actually like originally like episode three, but they punished yeah. him and wrote him out to episode six. I hope like they've ten. just written him out completely because I really don't like Aiden. Like, yes. how can you bring <laughs> Aiden back for the fourth time? Like, the first time he was like, Useless. The second time he was a bit hotter, but still gross. <laughs> the third time he was in, like Abu Dhabi, and the fourth time, like, no, just leave that character out. Like, Harry can't fuck yeah. his life up anymore. <laughs> and he had kids at this point with Harry. Yeah. Like, there's a bit less of like that. Like, Harry was so stressed about the Miranda, Stephen, the Brady situation. Like, if Harry had kids, it would be a bit more like, oh, is she okay? Because it's dimensional. Yeah. With Aiden, it's just like this like piece of meat that they just swing around oh, in their pre-production. Um, then Carrie's taking her wedding ring off and puts on Bix with a massive plaster. So weird. <laughs> yeah, the band-aid. It's like, she's so chic and just, her, you know, No, you know. yeah. Like, that ring must have cost a fucking fortune. She's like, I'll just put that plaster on it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't really yeah. understand the idea behind it, but, um, then, uh, yeah, and he's like, best rejection ever. Bye, Carrie. It's like, <laughs> He's way too nice for her. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing I worry about as well. He's too nice and I don't think he's rich enough for her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I Like, I don't think Carrie would date someone, a, a teacher. No way, no. Unless he's, like, the head of Gossip Girls School or something, like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, we go back to Lily and Charlotte putting the tampon up. Um, then we go back to Miranda... Turns up at Chase. Um, she's like, it's your new favourite person with your favourite cookies. And like, Miranda would never say that. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, then Miranda thinks uh, Chase got someone over and Chase writing their terrible, terrible comedy. And Miranda freaks, freaks out and attempts to leave um, with the cookies. Which, like, this felt like more like Miranda when she was like, what the fuck am I doing? Who am I? Am I Mick Raggan? Um, and then, uh, <laughs> Chase, like, chasing her, and, um, I feel like it, like, felt like old, chaotic Miranda again. Um. Yes. And then Chase, like, we're not dating, um, like, uh, I don't really understand their relationship, but I guess. It's, it's not, it's a mean Luke Horse joke, like, we wish we had a lesbian on this podcast, so we could just make, like, it's, there's always, like, a meme about how, like, relationships are different depending on the sexuality and the dynamic, blah, yeah. blah, and the, the queerness, whatever. It, this makes no sense because Chase is like, oh, I loved you. And then, like, Miranda went and dumped Steve on, like, an evening and went yeah. to Colorado slash Cleveland. There's it, <laughs> just no real timeline and it's doing a disservice. We said before, they've done a complete disservice to this relationship, yeah. which would have been really interesting. And this, again, is just a bit mad. And I think it's, like, a bit too yeah. late on in the series now that we have one episode and we don't feel invested in the relationship. Yeah, and also, like, Che was the person who said, I love you first, and mm. we know Miranda to be a cold bitch. It would have made more sense for Che to go over to Miranda's yeah. apartment or the library. It doesn't make sense for Miranda to be like, oh, Che, I bought these cookies. Yeah. It's just, there's just no sense to this series or the past series yeah. and the character development then. Um, then Miranda leaves with the cookies, thank God. Then we go back to <laughs> Carrie and see at the woman's uh, sanctuary ready to pay um, and then, yeah, then we get Seema saying, it's so hard to be a white woman now. Uh, then Seema just walks away. She's like, no, I'm not fucking paying. 
<laughs> she goes, goes, goes to have a fag. Iconic. 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 We need more scenes like this. Uh, Steve turns up and uh, with Brady. And, like, Brady, like, not acknowledging... Like, we don't understand Brady, what, how Brady feels about Che and Miranda. Like, that's not spoken about at all. It's like, okay. Don't you think that, he, like, because, like, Miranda was very, like, oh, you're here, because she's in a yeah. happy place. Like, Steve obviously just kept on to Carrie, and Brady's like, oh, fuck you, Mark. Yeah. I, like, I don't think Brady ever liked Miranda. Even before yes. he was, like, yeah, like, he was like, so mean and rude to her, like, yeah, like, the bar hasn't dropped that low. No. Um, and Naya uh, turns up <laughs> in her... No, yeah, Naya comes out. And then LTW appears with Charlotte in her massive, like, stretch limo. Everyone is here. Everyone, all the new characters are here. Um, apart from Che, thank God. Um, Miranda, <laughs> what is... And then uh, Miranda's Why didn't like, Miranda bring Che? I think she wants to play it cool. That's what, like, do you know when later on she's like, oh, I'm not answering their calls because I'm playing it cool. Oh, and I guess because oh, Brady okay. and Steve are there, like. Oh, of course. Yeah, been, you're right. Might have been too chaotic for even for Miranda. Um, Miranda's. Oh, and the, and the writers' podcast, they were like, we thought it was unrealistic to bring all the characters together. Like, oh, even Che. Okay. But I was like, mm. This, mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Weird, weird to drop that unrealistic <laughs> thing now, but okay. Um, then uh, Miranda is like kind of bitching about LTW bringing a camera, and she's like, "It's not an Instagram opportunity." But then uh, Naya is obviously very happy to have a professional documentary there to take her still. So, <laughs> yeah, Miranda is cancelled. Then <laughs> LTW in her like Moschino outfit with like, have you seen like she's got like a hairbrush in it and like all and these like. A- no, go on. Yes, the the hairbrush and the sleeve is my favourite. This is the heaviest <laughs> item in the worst part of the outfit. That's so true. Gee, I like I like it, but like this also like I hate it as well. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. Yeah, that's why I, I like it. I feel like they've just ran out of things to do with this character. Yeah. So they just thought they'd make her the campest, that's most true. like over the top bitch in the world. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. uh, we go over to uh, Naya and Andre, um, and Andre's like pawning over LTW's family, and then um, he's like, Andre's like, like, oh, I want to have a baby, and Naya's like, well, they have like tons of help. They like came in the stretch limousine. Like, if you want to buy me a flat, and then maybe we can discuss having a baby. And then like, it feels kind of sad. Like, I feel like they that couple seemed like quite happy and excited. And like now, I feel like Andre is very much like decided he wants to have a kid, and it feels like their relationship's going to end now. Just a bit like, mm. my God, how many more? How many relationships going to end in this fucking show? I know, and also it just seemed a bit like random. Oh, watching like a couple of kids paint a wall, yeah, in an okay manner, which I know for a fact is not true. Mm. And then a dad be like, "Oh, you've done that well." Like, "Oh, I'm gonna base my whole like destroy my relationship." Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just a bit cringe. I like the line where she said, "Until three years ago, that man wouldn't notice a baby his back, his guitar back." It's like, oh. Yeah. See, I like Naya. I think Naya's yeah, good. They've just cool. made her, they've just given her a bit of a shit. Like one storyline story that keeps going mm. over. But then they've, they've attempted IVF three times. And I feel like surely she should have been like, after the like second time, she must have been like, I don't want to do this. Like, 
It's a lot of money, isn't it? It's a lot of money. It's like pretty much your life savings. Yeah, that exactly. Uh, then Miranda's like, oh, we're programmed too. Like you, um, I know, like Ch- Naya's like, oh, we're programmed to have babies. And Miranda's like, we're programmed too. I've been checking my phone and like seeing if Che's going to text constantly. Blah, blah, blah. Um, then Seema is interrupted by a French guy who sounds the most Eastern European person in the world, <laughs> who turned out to be the Prada guy earlier on from Sex and the City, which is great that they're bringing back all the characters. I wish they would just bring up more, more, bring them back. Like, Is there a reason they brought these old characters back? Or is it just like a... I think it's just a wink little wink. Black book? Uh, okay. I wish they would bring the funky tasting spunk guy back. He's the best. <laughs> He's so iconic. I wish Seema would sleep with the funky t- tasting guys. Yes. She bet... That's such an interesting trip to have, like, the little things versus, like, some random that you kind of forget about. Yeah, but, like, because they brought back, I guess they brought back um, Seema's dad, but we don't know if that's the same character, but then, obviously, this Prada guy is a different character because he's straight. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I just feel like. They, it's like they've just had them in the ca- the casting directors yeah. and oh, still got this person's number and, like, bank uh, details. Yeah. Let's just hire them back. Yeah, I wish, yeah. It'd be good if, like, Seema went shopping in Prada and was like, ah, with the Prada guys. <laughs> that would be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, then the Eastern European guy slash French man um, is asking Seema why there's loads of tables outside. Um, and then Seema's like, oh, are you Mr. Bayshore Drive? I guess we're having in the road, but they're on. And then uh, he's like, it's the hottest club in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. And finally, we got Seema with a twinkle in her eye, like sexy flirting. Like we've, like we need more of Seema just flirting and having fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I yeah, they're a cute couple. I think they're sassy. I think she could do. I think she could get someone hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like a sleazy but cup I'd... owner. I think she could do better. She could definitely have done with a shit hot lawyer. Yeah, if they want him to be a bit like masculine, toxic masculinity vibes. Absolutely, um, I'm sure they can add a couple of zeros onto the old <laughs> Um uh Stephen Carrier talking about Che, um, and then Steve's like asking if he Carrie introduced um, Che to Miranda, and Carrie's like really awkward about it, and like uh, yeah, I mean Carrie's like oh it's not about women it's about being with Che and it's like I feel like they, they're they kind of like skipping over Miranda's coming out a little bit like like it's such a big like this is why Cynthia Nixon wanted to come back she wanted um, Miranda to be gay and like I think that's kind of skipping over it a little bit like a bit too much mm-hmm. uh, like I think there should be like um an episode like a, a scene where Carrie is talking to Miranda about her identity like what Carrie is saying now that it's not about being women it's about being with Che I think they should show that scene mm-hmm. yeah. that would be like a lot like it would be more interesting and nuanced but like this scene is good with um Carrie and Steve like it's good to like see these two together they've been in their lives for so long and I think they wouldn't be friends without Miranda and like mm-hmm. they like like everyone online is like oh my god they should, would be such a hot couple like you can kind of see the like the chemistry but I don't know I don't see that no, I feel like men and women can be friends without yeah, yeah. chemistry without having to be together. First it would of all. be wildly <laughs> chaotic if they put them together. 
It's like, oh, Carrie had a conversation with Harry. They should get together. It's a bit bizarre. Yeah, Carrie turned um, down Pete for the second time and they should get together. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bit... Uh, yeah, you, you're so right about the Miranda thing. Like, It's really done a disservice to women wanting to come out in later life. Yeah, definitely. Like, oh, so frivolous and random. Like, wow, like you just changed. Like, men aren't great. But she's like, well, there must have been a journey for her to go on. And like how they've said, like Miranda said that it's Che. Like, what was the personality that she wanted yeah. in Che? That was in Steve. Yeah, because that the, the on the surface of it is it's like a straight woman going gay or like yeah. choosing someone who's like non-binary. Yeah, but it's not about that. It's about like when you're in a relationship and in love, which <laughs> they're seemingly so in love, which I still don't understand. Yeah, um, it's, it's very deeper, odd, and that's we're the same as Steve. Like we're asking the TV as well. Like what? What's going on? Yeah. Because we've had, like, how many episodes of this and we're still in the dark about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, like, Che, Miranda, like, Miranda's coming out. is very skipped over. It's a bit of, like, it does feel a bit of a shame. And Carrie's walking um, away from Steve, <laughs> jumps into, like, a pot of paint. Um, and then uh, Carrie runs off to go wash off the uh, paint. I feel like I'm surprised Carrie's not more angry. <laughs> She'll be like, Steve, you ruined my shoes. Uh, yeah, I feel like for someone who keeps shouting her husband's dead at her friends, she's very calm with her husband's ex. Yeah, like, I guess she kind of has to be. like. And also, she hopped away with paint on her shoes. She should have just taken this shoe off. <laughs> no, that wouldn't be very Carrie. <laughs> but Sarah Jessica Parker is so, like... She's her leg muscles be so strong to be hopping those fucking huge stripper heels. But that's the thing, like that's what we we laugh about. Like remember, like the way Carrie runs around town, like she runs like she's like a gazelle. Like there's something quite like all those TikToks of people like. And I do it. Like I realize when I'm in a rush, I'll run like Carrie because like you feel like you're like pouncing around town. You look graceful. You look like a twat. Um, but there's some like (laughs) that's why they chose her as well, didn't they? Because like. She's, yeah, they they've always said she's got a look about her, and I feel like the way she carries her whole body's like ballerina esque. Yeah, so any true. excuse, I bet they just put the paint thing in there to show off her like her like tight calf muscles. Oh my god, totally! I don't know if she's felt very Carrie though. Do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking about this in the loo earlier. It's like it's quite interesting that they made Carrie childless, but she's got kids in real life. Like, I wonder what the logic mm. was behind that. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad they made her But she this. kind of acts like a mum anyway, so I guess it wouldn't have made much of a difference. Yeah, she's got the uptightness about her. Yeah. Um, then Big's wedding ring falls into the sink. Um, <laughs> bit, bit clumsy for her to wear that, isn't it? Silly cow. Silly cow. Silly cow. Um, then we go to Charlotte and Rock painting. Uh, Lily's freaking out because she's lost her string. No strings attached to her tampon. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> then we cut back to Steve finding um, Carrie's ring and hands it to her. Um, and then, like it's like a really sweet moment. And then, like it, I'm like, are they hinting that Carrie and Steve are gonna get together with like him passing the ring? And I'm like, oh. Uh, so uh, as much as I love this conspiracy theory, I think it's just more like they're really mourning. So like they're mourning yeah. a really big loss, but they're different kind of losses. Yeah, that's true. Um, and I think sex and 
the writers are quite lazy that it would be like a a woman's role and a man's role. Like that's what I took away from this. Like Carrie's like, oh my ring, my ring. Like you, everyone yeah. knows that basics plumbing. Like it's falling down. There's a U bend in a sink and tie it. <laughs> like I don't know. It's like. You can literally see it there. Yeah, yeah. everyone's done a bit of basic plumbing in in their life if they've rented a shit accommodation. So I just found it like it was more like that kind of narrative I was getting more from it. So Steve had to save the day. I kind of hope I could have helped Carrie and Steve have a friendship post this because Harry's character is kind of like irrelevant now. Yeah. And like Steve has actually has a plot line and like the the, the men aren't in this show at all. Like I, I feel like Steve has earned to have like a uh, character development. Like I really hope they do keep bringing him back. Like, yeah. But like, I feel like with Carrie and Miranda, like they've always been in each other's pockets more than the yeah, others. And like, for true. example, like in the first film where Miranda accidentally said like, Oh, you'd never want to get married. And that's why big didn't get married. Like he, oh, yeah, yeah. the cold feet, like yeah. there's always something like crossing over with them. Cause they're so close and they think they can talk to each other. Like the super bread, like the super, whatever the forget thing earlier yeah that they think they can treat each other's partners Quite like that badly. but actually they can't the, the repercussions yeah. are actually not that great yeah um, yeah so i think steve is sweet and i think he brings out a good set of carries so i do understand why people are like oh we stand there what a great relationship yeah. but i think it's just on a surface level of it just being like yeah fulfilling i hope i hope they actually do become friends because none of these women have any male friends yeah. <laughs> it's very odd <laughs> yeah yeah that's true um because um, Aiden could have just been a male friend but now he's always yeah. just coming back into the situation oh god it'd be awful mm-hmm. maybe maybe Aiden will come in and be like I'm so sorry for what you've been through I hope you've been well and he helps her get on and then ends up with Peter but who knows but um then Charlotte walks away from Lily she's given up on trying to find her um Tampon line. So can I just put some bit of gravitas on this? Because I do think it's quite important. This is very stressful. Um, <laughs> and I do think they it was comic relief, but I did find it quite funny because I've been in this situation in multiple establishments, like a Weatherspoons, a university oh, yeah. campus, toilet. Like, it is quite stressful. But at the same time, Lily, there's TikToks that are YouTube. You don't need to, like, hound your mom for this. Like, yeah. put your leg up on the toilet seat and put it in relax think about waves like we're not living in 1990 i feel like i learned quite a lot about periods I... flash periods <laughs> and menopause i was like oh i didn't you could get a flash period that's cool it's the but, most um... stressful thing for me is that i had i stuck my period yesterday and i've messed up two of my tampons which is not like <laughs> me and i blame the storyline because it made me stress out and clench so, I feel very tri- I feel like I'm very annoyed. I'll send you some TikToks for you yeah please send me Charlotte to scream at me um, for a bath. I know this I know this story of uh, a friend of a friend who <laughs> had sex um, with a tampon in <laughs> did, forgot she, the tampon was in there happens until like but then you can get um, you can get like you can, but you can go to shock can't it yeah like, toxic shock syndrome which is probably why she's so scared of putting it in her that's true Maybe Lily was just doing, like, she was just having sex in the toilet. And then she was like, oh, my God, I forgot I have my tampon in my... But, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, the idea of, like, standing in a New York portaloo versus Oof. just shoving a piece of cotton up my vagine. I was just... I do it on the fucking street. I think I've done it in the street in the past. I'd rather do that <laughs> than, like, stand in, like, this horrible septic tank. 
Disgusting. Um, I, I love the same when she, Miranda's like, I saw you walking in the other bathroom looking all wired. Do you have a coat problem now? Like, yay, we need more of these one liners. Oh my god, I just punched my wall. I was like, yeah, we need more of these like funny one liners. It feels like old school. It's quite nice to have no more Miranda back, but was it worth the expense? It took us a while. Yeah. No, it wasn't worth the expense. (laughs) And like, I I liked when Miranda was like, oh, my sister showed me how to use a tampon. And Carrie's like, oh, my friend Mindy showed me at summer camp. And it was like, it's kind of nice to have these like snippets of uh, like, pastels because we really don't have much of a background of mm. any of the characters like we don't know who's carrie's parents friends are we met like miranda's sister briefly and yes yeah, like it's nice to have these little snippets of it like because um, i feel like even that line like about carrie's friend showed her at summer camp does give you such an insight it's like oh i don't think she was very close to like her family i guess yeah and, like miranda as well because when miranda's mum passed she was just like yeah. and I, I think it it's kind of like it's a generational thing as well because I know that my mate Nat, yeah. hi Nat, she told me how to do it, and it's Shout kind of out. like um, it's it's such an intimate thing yeah. that it's like kind of like you don't want to discuss who your mom's so actually. Like, yeah, it's one of the yeah, most yeah. truthful and nicer sides of like being a biological female i don't know i don't yeah. want to seem like local broke but that no, kind no, of no, thing and sense. with any kind of intimate conversation you have it's usually not with a family member or like whatever yeah that's true it's usually with a friend by accident or just yeah. learning from afar or like yeah, having a deep yeah, yeah. conversation and i think this kind of this little storyline did touch on that which is quite nice yeah yeah definitely like yeah it shows obviously like women's like tamper like periods aren't talked about or like I don't think it's touch, like touched on, on like any really other series like um, Euphoria like to pick up on it and yeah it feels like they should yeah the show was like serving its purpose like it mm-hmm. used to um, talking about things like these big exec men who sign off these shows don't want to talk about and feel uncomfortable about like it's good that the women are talking again about IVF periods mm-hmm. um, yeah so it's like and going through the change and stuff so it was good like that's what feels right about the show now. It's like they need to keep talking about these issues. Yeah, I think that they do their little things quite well because yeah. everyone, like, they're really. I think I think the actors, the like Cynthia Nixon, um, SJP, like everyone involved are quite intelligent. But I think they got a yeah. bit under the water with the feedback. Yeah. And just having to live up to something, but actually, what they do well is these little things which you've touched on in this episode. And yeah. they should just keep doing that. And that's what makes it a sweet series. I really wish um, they brought back the series for the first film rather than do the film, the first two films. That would have been, it would have been so interesting to see how the series would have progressed from Second yeah. City One film and then gone and they gone and <clears throat> kept going on hiatus. Like maybe that would have been a better way to build the characters more and develop them and react yeah. to their like the times would have been that I wish to do it. Yeah, and especially like because like we've said that the the characters that are people of color, women of color, especially yeah. like they've just kind of been forced in, and that's done a massive disservice to the actresses yeah. and the characters involved. But like Louise from Saint Louise, like she was such a good character. Like Jennifer yeah, Hudson was, was amazing. Like if that if that character was established across the series, she would still be here uh, like a decade yeah, and a half though. later, without a doubt, because she's an amazing actress. The storyline just worked. And yeah. it just had a really good, they had a really good dynamic, which I don't yeah, think they, they have established actually, yeah. here. Yeah. 
Yeah, that would have been interesting. Um, then we could to um, Miranda answering Chase calls. Uh, <laughs> oh no, Miranda not answering Chase calls, and she freaks out that um, Chase didn't leave her a voicemail. I'm like, babe, who leaves voicemails anymore? Like, no, even my parents have stopped doing it. No. Yeah, even my parents have stopped doing it. Yeah. Um, now you're in Andre discussing the baby uh, again. <laughs> give Naya a better storyline mm. <laughs> when like these women aren't like it doesn't have to be all about them having kids all about them trying to find a man like come on <laughs> but it's also because yeah, it's, it's annoying that they took Miranda's storyline away when they could have been discussing Che and Steve yeah. to do this uni thing and yeah. then they could have just introduced Naya as like a neighbour or like someone else they just wasted yeah, this true. uni storyline on them a little bit yeah it'd have been cool because then Naya like the, they could have talked about like the gentrification of Brooklyn or something. Cause mm, yeah. Then, yeah. Cause Naya lives in Brooklyn as well, but she's renting obviously and Miranda owns. Got you. Yeah. Um, then Charlotte's, um, gives up and Lily storms away and then Charlotte's period, um, stain is all over her white ensemble. Um, we could, we all saw this happening. Someone wearing white <laughs> never goes right. Um, <laughs> Then we go back to Carrie with Steve. Um, oh, we've, I've already talked about this, but then Steve gives her the ring. Uh, and Carrie's like, um, Steve's like saying he's never going to take his ring off. And Carrie's like, what about you? You're such a wonderful person. Um, then like this, uh, kind of, in, like kind of inspires Carrie to be like, I don't even know what, like, no, actually, this doesn't make sense. It's like, so what I got from it is like, why is it always the misfortune of others that inspires Carrie to be like, that's her true. Yeah. Self? Yeah. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm like trying to be like, Steve, like, you should be, you should be looking for new people. And I'm like, mm. yeah, Carrie's just like, oh, he's miserable. I'm not going to be miserable anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel very inspiring, does it, actually? I just wrote, I wrote it in my notes. I was like, Carrie's inspired to not be single like Steve. And I'm like, oh, actually, that's not, <laughs> like, that's not what should inspire you. Like, Steve's miserable. Like, <laughs> it's very odd. And then, um, it was a good way to wrap up the episode, coming back to the ring, Carrie moving on. I think they had to, I think they kind of had to make the first series about Carrie getting over Big Diane, mm. which is a shame we've not had a series of Carrie dating and having awful dates mm-hmm. and some like one good date at the end would have been quite funny. Um, but but none, yeah, of them, think... none of them have really dated. Like there's been no like them. influx of men, like and a few yeah. men. even like Anthony only brought over one guy. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then, yeah, it didn't last. It was like a 30-second gag. There's <laughs> yeah. not been that sex. Well, obviously, they've renamed it now. That's probably why they've done it. But yeah. there hasn't been that. Actually, maybe it's like focusing on friendships, which is quite nice. But even then, the friendships yeah. aren't that like, great or interesting. No. <laughs> Carrie's texting Peter on her Android. Uh, trigger this. Like, who uses? Like, no. Carrie would use an iPhone. Carrie wouldn't use an Android. In my opinion. Well, she's not allowed to use her BlackBerry anymore because it's been cancelled. Oh, is it a BlackBerry? Well, she's got her BlackBerry, which I was like, well, we can't make jokes about her BlackBerry anymore because they closed their service down like last month. (laughs) Well, and this is supposed to be in summer 2022. Oh, well. Some things aren't right, are they? Yeah, there we go. 
uh, then Carrie and Seema are out dancing in the hottest club in Brooklyn. And then I think, and just like that, I was up for a dance. I think that was the worst and just like that so far. <laughs> it was like, oh, my friends are having a shit time. I'm going to go down. I'll be fine. This just makes no sense. But I, we need to get a cabbie-free Sex and the City spin-off. <laughs> Seema. Seema Steve. Seema and the City. And Anthony spin-off. <laughs> yeah. They need to give Anthony like a spin up. I just think the character's so good and the actor's amazing. Just think Yeah. It would be good to give him like a semi serious uh plot as well. It'd be mm. quite nice as well. Like having him going on dates and being like kind of like, Oh, I'm a middle aged man. Because the women don't seem to be like having fun, whereas Anthony feels like he's he's like like giving hand jobs in the toilet and like mm. he's going on dates with hot men and stuff. And like he's the same age as women. I'm like, why is he having fun and the women are like miserable? Like, yeah. See, we can't find anyone. Carrie's mourning. Miranda's dating the first non-binary person they ever meet. <laughs> um, Charlotte is like hates her kids. <laughs> <laughs> There's just they've what I found now. Like we're literally near the end. They've got all the parts for it, but they just haven't made it mix very well. Yeah, like. Anthony could be a better role model for like rock or like yeah. being more interested. Imagine if Lily got her period in front of um, like that was that situation that happened, and she felt it, it would have just been more funny and like yeah, more true. discussion about gender and the yeah. body and whatever versus like oh mom I need your help with my tampon yeah. which every woman and has like, gone through it's not interesting yeah and like rock getting involved in that storyline as well and being like what you got your period what the yeah fuck? like and it's... Like, Sorry. No, 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 no. Go on. It's like more, it, there's a sibling relationship there that they could have touched on. Um, yeah. And it, because like, if the actresses, the actors, sorry, the kids who played, the actors who played the kids were crap, you'd understand. But I've noticed from this series, like people who play Rock and Lily are actually really, really good. good. Like yeah. they've actually stunned their ground. Yeah, and I think that, so. that's the thing, the series has really good actors. Um, but There's the storylines really are shoddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shoddy. Yeah. I just don't think they know, like, like what the series is still. Like, they're kind of figuring it out on the go. So this, which is fair enough, but... And it's, it, it goes back to what we discussed at the beginning of the episode. Like, I find this enjoyable now because I personally just thought it... I personally yeah. think it should have started at episode four or five. So yeah, I've actually yeah, discounted yeah. those first three episodes. Um, I kind of like don't see it as Sex more. and City now. I see it as like a different show entirely. That's how I'm enjoying it, I think. Yeah. Cause, and then when Charlotte's, like, somebody made the point, like, Charlotte um, in the series says, I hate giving head. That I don't give head. And Miranda's like, I only give head to get head. <laughs> and, like, and then Charlotte's giving Harry head and like, no, we know Charlotte mm. doesn't like giving head. Mm-hmm. You don't care about these characters from Sex and the City. <laughs> these are new characters. <laughs> Stop lying to us new, like, the new writers, the new writers just don't have enough, like, I just don't think they know the characters well enough, yeah. in my opinion. I- imagine if, like, you got told you're right for Sex and the Sea. I would watch that series for a solid year, like, three times oh a God. day. Yes. But I'd be, like, obsessed. Like, I'd, like, They should bring them. back, do you remember the episode where Samantha's dating the black guy and it was like a really problematic episode? Yes, like with the weird racism. Sis- yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring back the sister or something. Like, yes. would be such a cool dynamic. Like, it'd be so funny. 
Or like even references, like there's yeah. um, like Easter eggs, like for a big franchise, like is it a franchise, like a big deal like this, like even yeah. like the odd Easter egg is like a crowd pleaser. We haven't yeah. even got that, like referencing Richard, like Richard being on the front page of a newspaper. Yeah. Or Funky like taste and spunk guy. Yeah, like there could, there's so much, because I know it's, so this is, we're grappling with like a series being filmed in COVID as well, but that's when you let your set designers get the chance to shine because the costume yeah. designers really get a chance to shine in this show. And that's what makes it really interesting. But there is a chance to get witty with your costume, I mean, set design as well. And being a set yeah. in a really interesting city like New York, like you can reference a lot of things. And the podcast is sponsored by a company that was referenced like in the series, yeah. but they don't even do that. Like it's so easy to do Easter eggs with this. Show. Like they could go back to, do you know, in the episode one, I think in series four, when they go and watch those uh, firefighters like strip. Yes. And, oh my God. Yeah. Stat- like Staten if they went Island. back to Staten Island yeah. and then, or they went to that club bed in series six mm-hmm. when they like go to bed. Uh, just like a little, like even little things like that would be like fun just to go back. Yeah. Like see, I don't think Seema and Carrie would, uh, queue for a club to go dance I think they queue for like a really stupid stupid idea what do you call it when it's a niche idea yeah like like a concept club that they do it just for the sake of they've lived in a city for how many decades to look for something new and that they've been told to go to it like they have like in the series of these stupid like concepts it would be interesting to follow up on that and just like how ridiculous New York has gotten because actually in real life it has gotten more ridiculous yeah. Um, like bed bed clubs are like normal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> where where do you see Well, I I'm actually kinda of, I'm like I'm excited <laughs> for the last episode, but I'm also dreading the last episode. But you, so you've watched the the trailer, I haven't watched the trailer, so the trailer oof. Oh, okay. I don't know, I don't know, I I'm not bit dodge <laughs> I think Carrie definitely goes to Paris because they filmed Carrie in Paris okay and I, I'm pretty sure she's gonna take the ashes to Paris for Bic <gasps> and she's like okay. she says like oh give me a sign of where like if like give me a sign she's talking to Bic and then like a light like turns on or something it's like do I go to McDonald's in Paris <laughs> <laughs> the McDonald's in Lisbon is great because the oh no Porto because it's gold, but there's never the a McDonald's Deco. in Paris. That's where no, they go yeah. to. You know, in Paris, in McDonald's, the signs have to be white. They don't. They don't let them be uh, yellow. Oh, why? Uh, just because it ruins like like the look of the city. Oh, fair dues. It's like I love the French. Um, Maybe she should just sprinkle her pig's ashes on some chips and just throw them into the sand. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think- and then oh my god she'd throw the chips and it hit Aiden and she'd be like and just like that I got my taste of men back <laughs> my taste of men because there's a- no actually you're right because there's been like this weird theme of her wanting chips so in the first episode she was like mm, I should have yes. ordered the chips this episode she swapped her food to get more chips so you are yes. right there's going to be a chip related chip incident in Paris. And she's- do you think she's going to bump into Emily in Paris I hope she bumps into her and knocks her into the scene. Yeah. Um, you look like shit. She just slaps her. <laughs> a diet carry. I reckon Lisa was definitely friends with um, Emily in Paris. So I haven't watched Emily in Paris, so my li- my references are there. Yeah, but you know it's like a basic 
shit show. Yeah. I yeah, I think I you know when you mute something on Twitter, I think I muted yeah. Emily in Paris in IRL. <laughs> um so Michael Patrick King also wrote Two Broke Girls and like it's a bit of a shoddy show and I feel like it is a bit like and just like that, where it's a bit all over the place and but whereas like um Two Broke Girls yeah. had like a laughing over track and I'm just scared the show is gonna turn into that and I'm like, Oh, I really don't want it to turn into like a shoddy comedy. I feel like it needs to be a dramedy, like the sex. It needs to, it needs to align more with the old show, and it needs to bring <gasps> You're back. You're so right, actually. Now that you've mentioned two broke girls, because it's um, who this cat is it? Max and Caroline. So Max is the sarcastic one, like, oh, you can't do that. And then Caroline's like, oopsie. And I feel like that's yeah. the dynamic that they, they the team has established with this show. Like, um, this just yeah. tragic girls. They should bring back. Um, do you know um, uh, Kat from Two Broke Girls? She's in um, Sex and the City. She's one of the like awful kids. Samantha has to make a bar mitzvah for. She does the event for her. Yeah, Kat Denning. They should bring her back in. They should bring her into it just like that. Yeah. That'd be funny. It's like, oh my god, she should be the bar, the they mitzvah or something. Kat Denning would, like, would make a great younger sister and she could- Charlotte. I feel that'd be good. <laughs> I am a bit nervous for the last episode. Um, but yeah, I think they've had enough <laughs> they've had enough feedback from everyone where they really can't fuck up this series too. Surely. <sighs> but there's room, there's room to, for them to fuck up. <laughs> Do you think Cynthia Nixon could, should write an episode? I think maybe that would help because she's obviously been a, a good director. But I feel like Cynthia Nixon's to blame for the worst storyline within the the show. Oh, yeah, that's true. I don't think... Who knows? Where, like, Charlotte's just going to be the same storyline. Naya's probably going to be single again. She's going to go out dating. Um, Andre's probably going to be written out, I guess. Yeah. The best-looking yeah. man on the show is going to be written out. She's... And the best dressed. The best dressed. Oh, Harry's gonna or, die. Or maybe like okay, so maybe maybe I'm being the optimist. So maybe like Nia will get pregnant. That she'll look at the the shit part of being pregnant because I don't think that happened with Charlotte. Yeah, there's the the rose tinted glasses. Yeah. Um, and there's and like because she... she's a bit deeper, and there's the connotations attached like childbirth and black women and what yeah. happens with childbirth for black women in the US because the US, it just yeah. seems a bit barbaric the way yeah. the health system they have like a higher death rate when yeah they... like the whole pain threshold conversation which is just yeah. bizarre I mean I don't know if they can go into that that deep but if they want to stick to the POC characters they've put in there that would be good then they need to stick to the conversations that come with being a person of colour when a yeah, woman definitely. of colour um, yeah but I don't yeah, that think, would be a good way to discuss. I don't think they could do that. I know that'd be quite, dark, but that, that would be a good way to discuss it. I think like it doesn't have to be like a really awful thing. She could just like she could just talk about it as well. Like, they're yeah. not they're not picking up on the issues of people of color really. No, it's just a bit of like we said. It's like a, a, a was it a vanity like, project a bit. Yeah, they're like the accessories of the character still. Mm-hmm. 
Um, like with Seema, for example, like she did end up with like a, a guy, regardless of his race. But like, it'd be funny to see him with like a like, proper like rich white guy and like seeing her mm. teach him the ways of fucking over. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Che Miranda, I I don't see that. I, that can't stay, can it? Like, <sighs> unless they unless they write it a lot better. Yeah, there needs to be some kind of intervention. Yeah, with them. And it would even it might be more interesting for Miranda now becoming single and now has to start dating again a gender she's never. Maybe she should call that girl that she was in season one where she goes to play basketball, like baseball <laughs> with her. And she's like, yeah. Hey, I'm actually a lesbian now. <laughs> or maybe like Miranda joins like a social group. But make there's bars like a book that club. Yeah, like a book club. Yeah, that'd be great. Like a social yeah. club that they go out to. And, and they're like reading realizes. Carrie's books and they're like, this book is really offensive. <laughs> really like, like yeah. it's really, mis- this book is misogynist and they just tear a bark. Sex like the box of Carrie Bradshaw. That would be so funny. See, that would be really clever. Like yeah, being retrospective. Be there we go. Oh my god, do you think we should submit our podcast and see if we can write so for good. them? <laughs> and then and then like Miranda like relapses and drunkenly tells Carrie that her book is now cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> and then Anthony's on Twitter like she isn't cancelled, and then Anthony gets cancelled. Oh, we love this. And then they bring in um, Samantha Jones and she has to do both their PRs because they fucked up so bad. And we get <laughs> Kim Cattrall back. And Kim Cattrall charges like £10,000 to delete their like Twitter accounts. <laughs> That's all yeah. she needed to do because... She just does a Skype like, call. Yeah, it's fine. Darlings, no, you're cancer. Let me cover this. And then that's it. Do you think they'll ever get Kim back? I think she's watched this series and been like, Fuck, no, I'm not coming back. Her posting got a bit more, like, frequent whilst this Yeah, was that's on. true. So. Posting about um, How I Met Your Father. Oh, she's of been, course. She's been getting, like, like rave reviews for her acting, so she must be like, thanks. Oh, really? Because I'm surprised. I don't think the show is getting rave reviews, but her acting is. But she, oh. She must be, she's like, she, I would say she's pretty relieved she's not gone back, because this show has not really brought anything to the table mm-hmm. like it's been i love i love it i actually i love the show i'll be really sad when it's over but like it's not really brought anything like it's not brought anything to, we're not going to be talking about just like that in 20 years no we won't maybe the <laughs> outfits because i do still believe in the outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> good outfits the outfits are really good um, um like anthony in that short short um, even no, Carrie said great outfits. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, Molly Rogers has done a great job. Yes, but yeah. Um, oh, I'm kind of dreading. Me and me and Mal are going to watch the next episode together, and we're going to make like voice notes out while we watch, so we can have instant reactions, and we're going to edit into the next episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to try and record it in real life together again. That'll be good. We'll yes. do a shot. We'll do a shot for... Um, what What can we shot? Oh, we'll shot... Um, we'll down a bottle of wine of Aiden um, and Carrie Kiss. <laughs> Each or... Each. Each. I would... Yeah, okay, let's do that because that's how I feel. I think I, I would... don't want Aiden to come back and actually try to know, but oh well. Yeah, 
Yeah, agreed. Maybe maybe we need maybe we need Odin to zhuzh up this area. God, I never thought I would say that. The the white man needs to zhuzh up a very <laughs> Wait, it's an off white man needs to zhuzh up a white series, yeah. Bring it closer to the spectrum. But yeah, we'll mm. we'll be there next week. <laughs> and please remember to if like please rate the podcast. It helps with um, as in the algorithm, the more um, five stars we get, the higher we get in the feed. And please follow our Instagram and just like what um, we've had like a few new followers this week. Um, Should we do a follower shout out? We can do it. We can do a follower shout out. Um, but yeah, please keep following the Instagram. Like we are posting more content on there. We really wanted to like build up the following. I think we're going to have like some more exciting episodes like after the show is finished. Um, and we have to like give a special shout out to um, Sophie Milner, um, who's an amazing uh, fashion and travel influencer. Her Instagrams it's Sophie Milner, and uh, she's super sweet, um, saying that she's been really enjoying the show and it's like really helped with our um, streaming and follows on Instagram. Thank you so much. Like just Thank shouting you. us out on Instagram st- stories really helps out and getting. Um, our podcast out onto, into other people's ears and I hope you I hope you're enjoying it and thank you so much for listening thank you thank you for listening to our dulcet tones <laughs> yeah. thank you and just like that goodbye <laughs> and just like that my Ciao. period's over bye bye <laughs> and just like that I found the string <laughs> goodbye <laughs> 